0: Hello and welcome. We are on the Revival Road with evangelist Chance Walters. If you are new to the podcast, each week we will upload a new message taken from one of our ministry opportunities from all over the world. Our prayer is that the Word of God would challenge you and change you, conforming you into the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For more information, to give or to send in prayer requests, go to our website at www.chancewalters.org. And now, here is evangelist Chance Walters. We hope you enjoy the program.
1: One of the most challenging parts of the Christian life is to be full, but yet hungry for more at the same time. It sounds like a contradiction, but it's really not. Full means to hold or to contain as much as possible, having no empty space. On the contrary, hungry means having a desire for more because you have not had enough. And today I want to talk to you about spiritual hunger pains. Are you full of God? Are you hungry for more of God? I don't know about you, but I am and I want to be. And the apostle Paul understood this dynamic when he coined the infamous verse in Philippians 4:12 and 13. Listen to these words. For I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. For I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere, in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and both to suffer in need. For I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. May we never lose our hunger and thirst for more of God. This is a gift. We can't settle. Listen, there's so much more in store for you and your family and your ministry, but we have to stay hungry for the things of God, a smorgasbord of God's majesty and glory, because hunger is a sign of health. As it is with small children, when they lose their desire to eat, you know something's not right. When they get sick with the flu or a stomach bug, you know there are internal issues that are causing them not to eat. Whatever it is, the virus on the inside has to be addressed so that you can obtain proper nourishment So that you can grow. And the same is true spiritually. Humanity doesn't hunger after God, they don't hunger after more of God because of their dysfunctioning. Hearts. Therefore, in order for us as the body of Christ to stay healthy spiritually, we have to stay hungry for more of Him, especially when we live in an atmosphere. Of blessing. I hope this makes sense. I, I want to whet your appetite for more of God this morning. How do you do this? Hunger is maintained through a heart of humility. And this is the verse of the day, Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3. He, speaking of God, He humbled you. "...causing you to hunger, and then feeding you with manna which neither you nor your ancestors had known, to teach you that man does not live on bread alone." but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And Jesus referenced this passage in Matthew 4, 4. He humbled you, causing you to hunger. See, spiritual hunger is a sign of personal humility. Hunger says, I'm a needy person. I want more. I need more. I'm not selfish or pompous. It's the reality of who I am as a child of God. We need our Heavenly Father, especially as we walk through every season in life. I need His affirmation, His tender loving care, His wisdom, His direction. I need His help because I know apart from Him, I can do nothing Therefore, I'm hungry for more of Him. Naturally, we constantly need something to eat. If we skip a meal, our belly begins to growl. Feed me. Feed me. Just hang around a pregnant lady for a few days. Hey, babe, can we get some pizza? Hey, babe, how about some Krispy Kreme? Hey, babe, is the buffet open? (laughs) I love you, Casey. See, in the natural, you get hungry by not eating. But in the spiritual, don't miss this, you get hungry by eating and drinking. For the psalmist said, taste and see that the Lord is good. For the more I get, the more I want. It's not greedy. It's what we were made for. So when I expose myself to more of God, it sets my soul on fire. Everybody say, I want more, Lord. More of Your power. More of Your presence more of Your glory. This is why I love reading the ancient stories, the autobiographies of those who have been before us, like David Wilkerson, Ron Hart Bunke, Leonard Ravenhill, John G. Lake, Catherine Kuhlman, just to name a few. It shows me and reminds me what is available by faith, but also what I can obtain if I keep fighting the good fight of faith. I hope this stirs up your spirit today because there is more in store for you. See, maturity in the kingdom of God is maintained by humility and hunger. That's why James 4.10 says, Humble yourselves. I would rather humble myself than... Make God humble me. If we humble ourselves before the Lord, He will lift us up. Hunger not only illustrates humility, but hunger is the landing strip for the Holy Spirit to do great in mighty things. I love this. Your hunger for God is a signal to heaven. Hey, I want to be used by you. Hey, I want more of you. I want to know you. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Fall afresh on me. Fulfill my God-given dreams. It's a sign. It's a symbol. My heart, my mind, my body, God, they're yours. Can you see this? Isaiah 29.8 says, Hunger causes people to dream. It shall even be when a hungry man dreams. Look, now he eats. What does this mean? I'm so glad you asked. Your dreams will always follow your desires. It's a fact those who have lost their desire for love and life, health, prosperity, purpose. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. They lost their dream. But first, they lost their desire. See, before they lost their dream, they lost their desire, their drive, or we could say their hunger. Somewhere along the way, they gave up. Most people would say, yes, I still believe in God, but I don't believe in myself. I had a dream. I tried to do that and it didn't work out. Oh, I gave up on that a long time ago. And if that's you, I want to encourage you today. God has created you with creative power to hunger after what you have never experienced in Him before. That's why you're listening to this podcast because you're hungry for more. Is that true? I know when I'm feeding my middle child, Miss Glory Ray, she always says, More, Daddy. More, more. That girl loves to eat. Give me more, Daddy. She's so hungry. (laughs) She eats more than anybody, and I love her so much, and I always make sure that she's full before she walks away, and the same is true for you today. If your heart is not full, if your dreams are unfulfilled, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. All you need to do is get hungry. Feed your desires with good things. Read the Bible. Your dreams will follow. Yes, believe in God, but believe in yourself. The God of heaven sees value in you today. Your heart is still beating. Therefore, stand up, knock the dust off of your feet, and get moving, mighty warrior. Because hunger has a motivating factor to move you outside of yourself into something greater. Hunger moves you outside of what seems safe spiritually. It will break the spirit of complacency and monotony. If you keep feeding your desires, I'm telling you, your faith will begin to grow. And on the backside of this statement, there is no one in this place or listening today who would not do anything for their family if they were in dire need say if they were starving to death you would do anything to get them some food why because desperate people do desperate things and hungry people do heroic things but until you experience more you will never know that more existed however when you see here and feel more you will hunger for it all the days of your life. Believe me, that's why I roll out of bed every day because when I look into the rearview mirror of my life, I see the goodness and glory of God. I've tasted and seen that God is alive and God is with me and God is for me and He wants to do great and mighty things in my midst. Therefore, it compels me to keep Moving forward. I've tasted it. And I know it's true. That's why they say one of the worst things you could ever do for a native of another country is to bring him or her to America and then send them back to where they came from. Why? Because now they've experienced more. They've been to America. The excesses that we take for granted. They never knew. But now, they'll live miserably in the land of not enough. Or maybe... This would challenge them to believe God to make a way for their family. I don't know. The choice would be theirs. However, I do know people in general who have everything given to them lose out on a lot because the richness of who He is is found in the passionate pursuit after Him. Yes, you can help me momentarily. But only He can help me for all of eternity. Therefore, I have to touch the hem of His garment. The H-I-M. I've got to get to Him. I, I want to look Him in the aisle. Come on. It's one of the mandates in our ministry is to stir people up to hunger after the God of heaven. See, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for the scripture says that they will be filled. May you hunger after the heavenly host today because it's a gift of God. Are you with me? Matthew chapter 5, verse 3. Another beatitude says, Blessed are are those who are poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom. (laughs) Are you blessed today? They're blessed because they're poor in spirit. Watch this. Is God talking about physical or financial poverty here? I don't think so. Poor in spirit simply means that you are in a state of dependency upon God. King David learned this lesson, and I hope our generation can learn it as well. See, we can trust God. We can depend upon Him because He bankrupted heaven. He sent His Son, who was rich in all things, to lay down His life for you and for me. Therefore, we are rich in Christ if we are poor in spirit. Now remember, one of the most challenging things to learn is how to be full of the Spirit of God, yet hungry for more of God. And King David understood this. He prayed repetitiously, God, I am poor and needy 16 times in the Psalms. God, I'm poor. God, I'm needy. What was he saying? God, I depend upon you. I need you. Nothing else can satisfy the longing in my soul. See, David knew that without God, he was nothing. Now, I'm speaking of spiritual things here, but just to give us some insight. How much is too much? (laughs) Naturally. See, God promises to bless us and to supply our needs, but when do we have a switch in our spirit that says, okay, I made it. Everything is okay. I've got this. How much is too much? You might say we can never have too much. Well, it depends. It really isn't a matter of how much of the world do we have, but how much does the world have of us? How much is too much, man? Whatever amount of money or possession that puts you in a place where you no longer trust God. It could be $100. It could be 10000 for somebody else. It could be 100000 A million dollars in the bank. I don't know. We all have dreams and desires. But how much is too much? Is simple. When we stop relying on God. I love to say it this way. The worst place that we could ever be is in a place where we need no faith. See, we've got to have faith to please God. What does that mean? It means God loves it when His kids depend upon Him. And it's just not money, it can be relationally. Some people think, if I could just get a girlfriend, if I could just get married, if I could find the right man, if I could get a promotion, if I can just make it to retirement, move into a beach house, if I could just obtain that new car, how much is too much? I'll tell you how much, whenever we get so much that we feel like we no longer need God. This is the place where we become independent and we say, not by our mouths, but by our actions that, God, we really don't need you today. That's a bad place to be, friend. See, King David was filthy rich. He was the king of Israel. He could have supplied any of his needs personally, and God had blessed him beyond measure. But the key to his humility was he remained and relied totally upon God. And this is why the Bible says he was a man after God's own heart. God doesn't say that about anybody else but David. See, it didn't matter how much he had, Those things didn't change his posture of prayer and praise. He wasn't wise in his own eyes. In his eyes, he was poor and needy. He was poor in spirit. Therefore, he was rich in all things, and he pleased his heavenly Father. Does this make sense? Luke 1.53 is another example. The Bible says that He has filled the hungry with good things, but the rich He has sent away empty-handed. Again, is this God's distaste for prosperous people? No, sir. This is God's distaste for those who have become satisfied with what they have done instead of remaining hungry for more of Him. He has filled the hungry with good things, but the rich He has sent away empty-handed. It means the rich has put the blessing before the blesser. And today, I want you to read Psalms 107. I would love to read the whole chapter. It's one of my favorite Psalms in the Bible. I even have it handwritten on the front of my Bible. See, God takes a blessed people and He sends them back to a place of dependency upon Him. His goal, holy hunger. See, this has happened in America. We've been so blessed and we forgot how we got blessed. We forgot about the foundation of of our faith. And this is my prayer that God would release a grace over this place, a grace over you, a hunger so that you would run hard after Him like you've never ran before in fact greater works will we do we have to hunger for those things that we've never seen for eyes have not seen ears have not heard nor entered into the heart of a man that the plans that God has for those who love him I love this verse I love this terminology our hunger can pull on heaven Where the environment of heaven can invade the atmosphere on earth. See, hunger keeps us in a state of humility. Hunger creates a runway for the Holy Spirit to land in our lives. And third and lastly, hunger catapults us outside of what seems safe spiritually so that we can fulfill our God given dreams i believe that today is the day where god is releasing a gift of holy hunger in your heart i pray that you would have spiritual hunger pains because this gift is essential for the next season in your life God is building something on the inside of you. Yes, He's blessing you, but He's calling you to a higher level of consecration. Why? Because He's going to release a new strategy in the next season for you, your family, and your ministry. See, we cannot stay where we are and keep walking in the fullness of the gospel. So don't you ever forget these three words. there is more. Can you hear me? There's more. (laughs) There's always more. However, are you willing to do what no one else is doing today so that you can do what no one else is doing tomorrow? I believe so. We've got to be willing. The Lord is drawing you out of your comfort zone today. He wants more of you. And He wants to give you more of Him. So today, by the authority of God's Word, I sow seeds of desire in the depths of your soul. More power, more presence, more provision, more peace, more prayer, more holiness, more righteousness, more signs, miracles, and wonders. And my favorite, God give us more souls, less We die. This is the basis of a spiritual hunger pain. God desires to be with you.
0: This program was made possible by the generous partners and friends of Chance Walters Ministries International. Until next time, we are on the Revival Road. For more information... Download our free ministry app or go to our website at www.chancewalters.org. Indeed, the best is yet to come.